0: Hello. Hello. Hello.
1: Hey. Let's get started, huh? Yes, happy draft day. Well, NBA draft day. Yep, that's true. <laughs> Well, you know, welcome to uh,
0: Lines' penultimate uh, edition of the football show, and happy NBA draft
1: day. What are you doing for the draft, Ryan? Uh, I will be I will be at work, unfortunately, but I will be keeping up like everybody else on social media and just kind of have ESPN or NBA TV on the background. So that's yeah. my plan. How about you? Uh,
0: I'm gonna I'll have it on in the background. I'm not gonna pay too much attention because
1: unlike unlike
0: the NFL draft, they spo- like Woj and all them spoil everything. Oh, so yeah. I'll know what's going on way before. And the NBA draft is much more boring. Mm. We already know the first three picks and everything. So I'll just, yeah. I'll watch it on Twitter and, you know, keep it on in the background and everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Agreed. Not, not as much fun as the NFL draft, but it's, it's yeah NFL, NFL draft way better. Yeah.
0: Uh, On today's episode, we are going to pick our 10 uh, breakout players for this uh, upcoming season. 10 guys we think will make the leap. uh, Either they were bad last year and we think they're going to make the leap into being much better, or they were pretty good last year and making the leap really into superstardom. Uh, I picked five guys. You picked five guys. You want to start with your number one guy? Let me get you back on here. There you go. I did it again. Back.
1: I swear. It happens. I just, I don't know. I give up. I give up. Sorry. I'm just going to be a caller from now on. Um, yeah. Yes. Go ahead and um, give me your number one breakout player. I would love to start it off here. Um, I think maybe this is maybe an easy one or an obvious one. Um, it's going to be Rashad Bateman mm-hmm. or the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's pretty much a lock. He's the, he's the, he's the guy other than Mark Andrews, um, Hollywood's obviously gone. Went to Arizona, reunited with Kyler. Um, you know, his potential just from Minnesota was, you know, last year didn't go uh, so well, but um, I think this is the year for him. Um, I think he's going to break out. Um, It's not, you know, it's not a passing first offense, obviously, but I mean, I I think they're going to change things up you kind of saw how it was last year where they, you know, uh, where Lamar had to kind of, you know, with with no JK Dobbins, you kind of had to figure it out yourself because the run game was pretty much non-existent. So I'm going to go Rashad Bateman here. What do you think? Lance?
0: Yeah, he was one of my guys on my list. Luckily I picked more than five guys thinking we were going to pick some same people, but yeah, he was on my list. Uh, You pretty much nailed everything I was going to say. There's just a big opening at number one receiver. Now that Hollywood's gone only played 12 games last season due to injuries, but he's got to be the favorite to be the go-to receiver for Lamar Jackson. Obviously Mark Andrews is going to be the number one target in the passing game. But that should leave plenty of opportunities for Bateman, even if they do revert back to a more run-heavy offense, which we're expecting. Definitely think Bateman is a is a clear-cut uh, breakout candidate. Who's who's the number two there now? What, Duvernay or whatever? Yeah, I guess that's what they're Sheesh. hoping for. Yeah, um, yeah. It's there's not a lot. That's why you know, even if they do go back to just being run-heavy, they have to pass, and Lamar Jackson's such a good passer. Mm. It's just. You know, a matter of time until Bateman gets the opportunities. Absolutely. Let's go with uh, one of my guys. I'll go with someone that uh, a lot of people are picking as well. I'm going to go Trevor Lawrence uh, for my first breakout candidate. I think a lot of those second-year quarterbacks could really take a jump in 2022. Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields all have a chance. But give me, give me Trevor Lawrence uh, to make the biggest leap. Uh, he was very underwhelming in his rookie year, but now his professional coaching staff. He's got upgrades, albeit expensive ones on offense. He really showed, uh, at times, really how special his talent is. He made some just crazy throws. He just needs to be more consistent and make better decisions. I will be a little worried if he doesn't break out after this year, but I think he can at least get to slightly above
1: league average quarterback play, which would
0: be a nice jump for him. What do
1: you think? Absolutely, I agree with you there. That was that was uh, one of the players on my list too. Um, I mean, it finally has an actual head coach. So yeah, I mean, exactly. That's a, that's a, Super a big. Bowl bon- winning head coach too. That's a big. That's a big bonus there. So I mean, they're gonna get E.T.M. back. They're gonna. They're gonna. Yeah, they had a very expensive off season for um, some some weird picks there as far as who they chose. Kirk and uh, Zay Jones. I think they overpaid, just like everybody else thinks. So. Um, But we'll see. I mean, if he's, you know, the, you know, the the best quarterback in that draft as he was supposed to be lost pre-draft season, then he's got to prove it. So uh, make better decisions, not Clemson anymore where you got to try to you know do everything yourself. This is the NFL Mm -hmm. obviously. So Um, I like to see him maybe run a little bit more too, but obviously make a business decision too. So don't, don't kill yourself. But yeah, this is the guy, this is, this is who they're building around. So they, Shaw Khan went out spent the money said okay Trev this is this is it this is your this is your time to shine It's not the most difficult division either so yeah um, the Colts are definitely the favorites of course and then the Titans are going to have low regression but it's it's a winnable uh, maybe, maybe they're a long shot to win the south but I, I don't see it but um, there, I mean, there's
0: a there's a reality where if Trevor Lawrence does kind of realize his potential they have the best quarterback in that division.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, Which and makes it always, super winnable. There's always two teams every year that that does that four to thirteen switch to to you know ten and six, ten and seven. Mm-hmm. So uh, they could be one of those teams, and and Trevor's the guy to do it. So I, I like that pick a lot with the breakout candidate. Nice. Uh, let's go with uh, your second breakout candidate. My second one. My second one here. Maybe this is a little chalky too, but uh, I'm gonna go Gabriel Davis. Um, nice. Okay. Gabriel Davis here. Uh, uh, I mean, just just by what you saw in the, that playoff game with the with the Chiefs, I believe that was the AFC Championship or the divisional. I yeah, think it was that four touchdown game. Holy, holy cow, man! That was unbelievable. What a game! But best game probably in, of this decade, maybe. Or I don't know. That's my opinion. But um, yeah, he's gonna be fun to watch. I mean, if you're a, if you're a dynasty owner and you stashed him, great job because you know, he's he's gonna pay off. I mean, he's got that. Great athletic ability and uh, you know catches everything in, in his way. So I mean, four touchdowns in that playoff. Was it four touchdowns in that playoff game? Yeah, um, yeah. that was you know unbelievable. So that's that's one of my other breakout candidates. Going to be Gabriel Davis of the Buffalo Bills. What do you think, Lance? Yeah, I'm with you. I uh, I'm one of those lucky dynasty owners who ha- have
0: stashed him. I haven't been one league, so uh, I'm I'm hoping you're right. I hope he does break out. Uh, yeah, just. In his limited opportunities, he really has just been so efficient. That four-touchdown game, he just scores touchdowns is what he does. And, you know, Mm -hmm. being paired up at such a young age with Josh Allen is such a good thing. Obviously, Diggs is the clear-cut number one receiver there. But, you know, it's similar to the Ravens where they just don't have a lot of pass-catching options now that they've gotten rid of uh, some of their previous pass-catchers. Emmanuel Sanders is gone. uh, Anti-vaxxer has gone. So (laughs) – I, I think Gabe Davis has a real chance to be one of those high-end second receivers. He's, you know, he's not a wide receiver one, unless something happens to digs, but you want to, you know, attach your wagon to guys on good offenses and the bills mm-hmm. could have the best offense. So totally with you.
1: Uh, he only really has a story about, uh, I think they added Jameson Crowder. Um, yeah. yeah that Diggs, James Cook, uh, Singletary is, you know, kind of yeah, they added OJ Howard.
0: You know that, OJ Howard more, that hurts. Gosh,
1: you know about him Dawson Knox more than
0: anything. So yeah, I think Gabe Davis unquestioned uh, second best receiver on that team. God,
1: I got I got so burned by OJ Howard. It's it's tough, but <laughs> that's that's a tough one. Let's, that's part uh, that's how it goes.
0: Yeah, let's go to uh, let's segue a little bit. We'll talk we'll talk about a tight end who was drafted the same year as OJ Howard. I got David Njoku is as one of my mm-hmm. breakout candidates. Uh, got, pay, got the paid. Browns exact Browns agree with me they paid him uh, a a big contract even though he hasn't lived up to that first round hype and everything he's shown glimpses at times why he was a first rounder but he's never been able to fully put it together but it does take tight ends longer to aff- acclimate to the NFL game and maybe Enjoku is just a late bloomer i think if Deshaun Watson was guaranteed to play this season Enjoku would easily be a breakout candidate in one of those late round tight ends that you kind of bank on to make, make a leap. But uh, if Watson doesn't play, you might have to wait another year to truly realize the potential, but in Joku, you know, he had some, that one game against the Chargers, he had uh, just some great plays. And so if he yeah. could really just be more consistent, I think he's a guy that could enter that top 10 tight end category.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you saw the investment that the Browns just made with, with him. So obviously there's, there's something there. Um you saw glimpses of his, you know, ability and talent, and like you mentioned with the, the Chargers game last year, for example, and that that huge shootout. That was that was mm-hmm. a fun one too. Um yeah, that's that's definitely a good call. Um depending on whatever the, the quarterback situation is, even with Jacoby Brissett, you know, doesn't matter. So um, I expect them if, if Watson
0: is a play, I expect them to get Jimmy G, and we know Jimmy G loves targeting tight ends. Yeah. And the and the Browns really have it's Amari Cooper. And then they don't really have any other good receivers. So there's a, a an opportunity for Njoku to be the second best receiver on that team.
1: Yeah. You um, I, I only have to worry about uh, DPJ and uh, Amari if uh, Amari stays healthy. So, I mean, that's a good call. I, I like that. He could be easily the, the best receiver on the Browns for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's go to your next pick. My next one. I, I'm going to go uh, Tony Pollard here. Oh, okay. I think Tony's gonna. I think this is it. This is finally the uh, the year that that Zeke kind of gets you know overturned. I think everyone's been waiting for this one because the the tread on the tires are very very uh, thin with Zeke. I think is he's still great, but uh, I you know Pollard's pa- just at this rate, he's just more talented. He's, they would have tried to ship Zeke off if it wasn't for that huge deal that just you know totally. Yep. Screwed the Cowboys there, but um, yeah, I think Tony Pollard's the guy, or not the guy, but I think we'll get more chances to shine this year more so than Zeke, especially further down the road if if something happens to Zeke again he, if he's hurt or something happens, um, Tony's the guy. So, well, what do you think about that one, Lens?
0: I like it. The only thing, my only pushback, I guess, for that is when Zeke was hurt, they could have given Pollard more opportunity and they didn't. So the only thing that worries yeah. me is say say Zeke does get hurt or maybe in a year he does get shipped out. Do they think Pollard's the guy or is he just always going to be the change of pace guy? But you're right. Like you just watch the two guys and they just move at different speeds. And Pollard is like the best of those change of pace backs. I'd love to see him get. Oh yeah. He's just he's so much faster and more athletic right now in their careers. And even though Zeke, I still think Zeke might have like one more good year in him. Um, I, I I really just would love to see the Cowboys just use Pollard more because he's so dynamic.
1: Um, and and like you mentioned with Izzy, the guy, in the next year's draft class, as far as running backs, is going to be pretty stacked. So, this he's got to kind of prove himself, which you know it's not really up to him, but you know depends on who they if they want to still do like a fifty-fifty split, something like that. So, um, but yeah, this is his chance, especially if if uh, Zeke gets hurt, you know. Opportunity to shine right here, so I I, I think he can do it, but
0: get to be seen. Yeah, no, I, uh, I I'm hoping so. He's another guy I have in one dynasty league, so I would love for him to really break out. Uh, I'll stick with receiver for my I believe it's my fourth pick. I'm going to go AJ Dillon on the the Packers. Okay, Dillon and his thunder thighs really are could be like the next poor man's version of Derrick Henry, which is still really really good. Dillon obviously a load to bring down. And he's surprisingly good in the passing game. The only thing really stopping him is kind of the same thing with Pollard. He's got a guy in front of him, Aaron Jones, who is, you know, better. And, or at least just as good. And, but the two should be able to coexist and put up respectable fantasy seasons. However, if one of them goes down, if Jones, you know, 28 years old, might get hurt, you know, just with the age factor and everything. Uh, Dylan becomes a league winner. And really the next
1: breakout running back, I think, in the league.
0: What do you think of that one?
1: It's it's crazy how that worked out because everyone was kind of, you know, I guess, poo-pooing on that pick. when they Oh, were, yeah, everyone, sh- it, everyone was shitting
0: on the pick. I mean, I was one of them. So, um, yeah, me too. Like, I, I thought it was it. dumb to draft a uh, backup running
1: back in the second exactly. round. Exactly. I'm like, you got Aaron Jones. He's he's just as good. But, I mean, we saw that potential he had uh, last year where he was just probably healthier than than Aaron Jones. But, man, mm-hmm. um, he looked great. When those, and, and just, you know, his athletic physique alone should – it just kinda you know sell itself. So um yeah I, I like that one. AJ Dillon a good breakout candidate. Um he's gonna have a great year. Uh whether he uh takes Aaron Jones's starting role is yet to be seen, but um I could see it happening. You know, just kind of like what you said. So um yeah I like that one a lot definitely. Uh AJ Dillon. Yeah, and, and they just don't have that much talent on offense, so they're
0: going to rely on
1: arguably their two right.
0: most talented non-Aaron Rodgers
1: players on yeah. offense. Yeah, I mean, your number one receiver tentatively is Alan Lazard slash Christian Watson, so yeah, I'm that's sure right. A-Rod's not too thrilled about that, so. but yeah, it'll work with start, it. You starting know, tight end is still hurt from last year.
0: Like That offense, if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers, it would be one of the worst offenses baby, in
1: the league. Baby Kittle,
0: baby Tanyan. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully he uh he comes back healthy. Uh let's go yeah. with your final pick here. Um we're going through this quick, so maybe we'll go through some of my other guys too. But uh let's see final let's one. Go with... well,
1: it doesn't I have think... to be final
0: either. We could keep going back and forth if you have other guys oh, yeah. too. Oh yeah, definitely.
1: Um I was gonna go I think uh, going back to Trevor Lawrence with the uh, Jags, I'm going to, I'm going to pick LaVisca here. I think this is, Oh, okay. That's a fun This one. is, this is, this is the time. I mean, he's got really, I, I know they acquired Zay and they acquired um, Christian Kirk, but I mean, I, I still think the talent is, is there with LaVisca. I'm going to give him one more shot here, but I, I think he could do it. Got a great quarterback like I mentioned, and then you got, uh, I also mentioned the actual head coach. So um, I think this is finally the year they're actually going to use him right. Um, maybe he could be used differently as opposed to being just a receiver. They could use him kind of in a Debo role. I don't I don't know if that's true, but, you know, I, I think he's just got so much talent to, to figure it out. So I, I think LaVisca here could break out. What, what do you think, Lance? Another guy that I have in a dynasty league, so I'm hoping he does break out. Uh, I've lost
0: uh, almost all hope for him. It sucks because just when he was coming out, he just looked, you know, like what a fully operational Debo would look like. Like He was just Mm -hmm. he's such a force to take down. He's he's built in that running back mode and model and everything. He's just a thick guy. It's just it's sad that he hasn't been able to put it together. I really am hoping now that he's got a better coaching staff that they'll be able to use him like that. And I think Doug Peterson will do a good job with that. I just hope it's not too late. But he's a guy mm-hmm. that I'm hoping he's still young and he's still, you know, he's a talented guy with the ball in his hands. Just got to get him the ball. So a more creative play caller will do it. And then, you know, if it doesn't work out in Jacksonville, he's probably a guy I still will hold out hope for, you know, you hope that he goes to like uh, a Packers, like we mentioned, or if he goes to like a Chiefs yeah. or some team, maybe he's, if the Niners do uh, trade away Debo next year, they, they, Take a shot on a LaVisca or something like Okay, I will that's a fun if, he, one. if he goes on into like you hope he goes to like a, a, a creative play caller and everything so I really I, I mean I've always liked LaVisca it, last year was a tough year so I, I hope uh, I hope he does break out
1: I'm pretty much giving like every Jaguars offensive player uh, a, a mulligan here especially yeah I think, I think that's fair so I and, and but I mean I give Trevor a, a bigger mulligan than, than LaVisca because like He had nobody to really worry about last year and he still didn't do anything, but Mm -hmm. um but uh I'm hoping so just like for both of our sakes that you know he gets involved a little more this year, but you know, still uh yet to be seen. Um but I I do love his potential too. And then that would also be fun if he goes to to San Francisco or Kansas City or which I was kinda hoping he he would of this year, but Mm -hmm. I mean they obviously had other plans, so um they have just like Sky more, a little more, uh, ha. but anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I just left my own dumb joke. So, um, yeah, hopefully Visca turns it around. We'll see.
0: Yeah. I mean, and
1: despite them paying Christian Kirk, all
0: that money, there is, you know, uh, a multiverse somewhere where LaVisca emerges as the number one receiver there and everything. So they have just some really fun talent. Like they don't have the high end talent or anything, but if ETN hits and if LaVisca hits, then, uh, they at least have like some pretty fun talent, and then you got to more worry about like the outside receivers and everything. Someone, someone just watched uh, Doctor Strange again, didn't they? Uh, I'm about to. Uh, They're it, <laughs> it uh, in
1: I'm like, oh yeah, go, man, right there.
0: <laughs> it, I already used reality, so I'd I'd do something else. Um, nice. Let's go with. I'll, I'll stick with the Jaguars for my next pick, and I just mentioned him, Travis Etienne. I think he has a real chance to break out. We just mentioned their upgraded weapons and. Uh, Lawrence is going to get the return of his college teammate, ETN, who missed uh, his rookie year with a foot injury. I think no James Robinson. Uh, we mentioned in the last episode his real only competition is fifth round pick Snoop Connor. Uh, ETN should get plenty of opportunities to prove why he was a first round pick last year. Should be a threat on the ground, in the air. If he's healthy, I think he has a real shot to break out and be a potential league winner because he's not one of those uh, running backs that's going in those first two first two three rounds or anything like
1: that mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah like you mentioned with those those early round picks uh etn uh you can get him like in the fourth or the fifth or even i don't know depends on how, how your league mates are but um
0: yeah, yeah i think he, that's
1: the around where he's going yeah especially like in the best ball too i mean if you're in the, the zero rb strategy which um yeah that could be huge so you could definitely mm-hmm. win your league you really only have to worry about steve connor so um yeah i like that a lot um depends how healthy he is i think he's going to be fully healthy i mean if cam Akers can come back that fast on that much time i mean it's it's amazing how yeah how I think fast he can come just, back from those devastating injuries usually in the past i mean that that knocks out a running back for a long time but yeah i, I think mean, they were extra crazy with with him because yeah. i think
0: he could have come back last year at a certain point but yeah they were they already put him on ir and
1: everything <laughs> I didn't like that presser he had earlier in the year. It's like, man, I picked a good time to yeah, to get a, to get an injury. Like you don't wish that on yourself, but he's kind of right. Like, gosh, he, he dodged a bullet there in that, that regime. so Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah that, that, that was a good one. Let me root for him a little more too, because that was yeah. pretty funny. You don't hear a lot of guys say that either. So good for him. Yeah. Uh, do you have any, any more?
1: Um, I got another one here. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Rondell Moore. Ooh, okay. I think uh, he kind of had it. Obviously, had a disappointing year last year. You want him to be used a little more, but now that you know uh, you got D. Hop who's out for um, his suspension, Mm -hmm. Um, Marquise Brown is the number one guy for now, and then you could use Rondell for whatever you need him to be. And and his his role is kind of up in the air, but um, I think this could be his chance. You know, Shark King season down in the in the desert, so. Um, I, I like Rondell here. I gotta get, I gotta get a feeling. What do you, what do you think, Lance? Uh, I, I think there's obviously an opportunity for him.
0: I would, I hope so. Like, I just hope to yeah. use him better <laughs> because he was, he's like, if you look at his college highlight tape and everything, like he is Amazing. such a fun dynamic guy. Yeah. yeah. The height thing really does hurt him. Um, but I think he should be able to like work the middle of the field. Well, especially now that Marquise Brown's going to, open up things, I think uh, that's really going to benefit Rondale more. It's just really the usage. If they use him more, instead of like, if he, they use him where he runs past the line of scrimmage, I think I think he has a real shot at breaking out. I just worry that he's going to be stuck in this role where he's just like a gadget guy, when yeah. I feel like he can do a lot more. So, uh, I think it, it really is usage-based. If, if it is, it, like with Nuck being out that long and everything, he could be the second or third option in a fast-paced, pass-happy yeah. uh, team. And I think that's, you know, fancy gold. So I hope so.
1: you need, need clip to get a little more creative here then. I mean, goodness. I thought he was this, like, amazing guru. Like, what's going on? He,
0: he has a really creative
1: running game, but the passing game
0: I yeah. th- wasn't as creative. But I think Hollywood's really going to open things up because they were so horizontal, and they didn't really yeah. have the guy to stretch things out. I think the, the middle of the field's really going to open up. So it's really going to be on Kyler to – uh, hit the open hit the middle of the field stuff yeah. which I think they we a, should be able to.
1: They got a nice deep threat, assuming Hollywood can hold on to the ball. But um I mean uh give him a pass though that just happens sometimes. But yeah I, mean. I think I think
0: it's a big upgrade for Hollywood even though Lamar's awesome he just isn't a great deep passer and that's yeah. Tyler's strength. And yep. so I think yeah I think it's really good for, for Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, let's go I have a couple of receivers that are on my breakout list. Let's go with Brandon Ayuk. Um, ah, okay,
1: yeah.
0: I think, uh, you know, last season, I, it's kind of a post hype thing because last season, Ayuk was the media darling, the guy that's expected to make the leap to superstardom. Super but unfortunately, he hurt his hamstring and then was relegated to Kyle Shanahan's doghouse for the first half of the season. But when he came back in that second half of the season, he was healthy. He was one of the yeah. better pass catchers in the league. Uh, and he really is just amazing at gaining separation, which is which really what you like the main thing for a receiver that and catching the ball. And so, you know, perhaps Debo Samuel gets traded. Uh, I don't think it happens, but if he does, Ayuk then gets a big opportunity, which is something you really want to buy into. And one thing that I think is underreported is Ayuk is pretty much best friends with Trey Lance. They have worked out the past two off seasons. I think they have already built a strong chemistry, so I think there is a chance that he gets peppered with more targets, even though they'll probably run a little more with Trey Lance.
1: So, uh, so you're saying here with the insert hobby narrative, you know, shower narrative, Bible narrative, all that stuff? Like, oh that yeah, they, definitely. So they're like just just buddies, like roommate narrative you're gonna go with yeah, that one, yeah yeah I, I, I think shower narrative is is <laughs> narrative. full play with them shower, shower narrative is uh it could be used widely with pretty much all the yeah stuff. <laughs> i i call them
0: special in an interview like they Ooh. they definitely have uh connected which is oh, which is
1: what you want to see oh baby um yeah i like that one a lot um he was uh, a great candidate for uh, like a second half uh trade last year if you're mm-hmm. looking for a receiver and you know some league mate was like oh it's not doing shit like i'll just trade i'm like yeah he was a great was, buy low guy if you he just was believed like, in the talent and everything there were some teams last year that just outright dropped him i'm like thank you very much like yeah he that's is gonna have an amazing second half it was you know free draft league but i um, I've, been
0: two, I've been two leagues and i was tempted in both i got yeah. one really good offer where yeah. i probably should have accepted but i didn't but I, I am glad that i've held on
1: it was a good good hold i think it was a great hold um yeah, especially with uh, Trey Lance uh, finally being the guy, he'll have a a quarterback that'll get him the ball. Um, yeah, I mean, Jimmy had Jimmy had a you know when healthy was great, but yeah, I, Lance, I, let's just face it, he's just better. straight. Yeah, up. I think I so, low key hated Jimmy too, like um, just
0: from some of his body language and some of uh, how much he's like frustrated embracing Trey Lance and everything. Yeah. yeah, I think and I don't blame him because Jimmy, like he got Kittle hurt multiple times, like. He is. Yeah, he I did do that. He's clutch and, and everything, but he will throw you hospital balls. and So, uh-huh. so I think, yeah. and then Ayuk, you know, I think that's part of the reason he was in the doghouse too,
1: is a body language thing. That's a, that's a, it's gonna be a fun like sneaky by-low combo, like Trey and then Ayuk, and then if people are down on Kittle just because of his age and health history, like I mean. Dude. You know, obviously don't stick with the Niners. They're still an amazing team. So mm-hmm. um, I, I like that a lot. And then if you get you know, the RB combination there, that's man, that's going to be a freaking fun team. So um, yeah, I like that a lot. IU, bounce back candidate, or not bounce back, breakout candidate. Um, yeah, definitely definitely a great uh, selection there. Let's go with, I'll go, uh, we might as well empty out my list. I
0: got two more. Uh, <laughs> okay. we'll, we'll stick with receiver. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr., Another third-year receiver uh, who I think, you know, I think he definitely broke out last year. Like, there's an argument because he did break a 1,000 yards, even though it was a 17-game season and everything. But I think he has a chance to make another leap to maybe that top 10 receiver status, um, especially because he got a, a big upgrade at quarterback with uh, Matt Ryan. And I think Matt Ryan's really going to help him elevate to being a clear-cut wide receiver one. Uh, Pittman's
1: one of my favorite uh, receivers this year. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. He had that, you know, he showed signs, especially in the beginning of of uh, being an amazing receiver, and he still is. So, um, I like that one a lot. You only really have to worry about, like, Jelani Woods and Alec Pierce. And, That's another thing. Um, where it's, they just don't
0: have that second yeah, receiver.
1: So, a lot Pittman of, a lot really of could. There. So, yeah. he, he's the dude. He's the guy. So, and, and Mulally Cox is up and down, and maybe they'll do, like, two tight end receivers. Yeah, something. I'm sure we'll see a lot see of that, that. A lot of ground, yeah. and, ground and everything. Yeah. I think Hines will be more featured in the passing game, but it's really, if
0: Paris Campbell or Alec Pierce doesn't
1: break out, then mm. it's Pittman and a lot of nothing. Yeah, and it's really hard to trust Paris Campbell, especially with his history. So I really mm-hmm. like that one a lot. I like, I like Pittman there. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, my final one, uh, tight end Irv Smith Jr., Minnesota nice.
0: Vikings. Oh. Uh, I think he... Now he's coming back from a knee injury, if he's healthy, I think he really could flourish in that Vikings passing game. Doesn't turn 24 till August, is likely the third option in a Vikings passing game that's going to pass the ball more under Kevin O'Connell. I think that's a recipe for success for Herb Smith. Um, I don't expect him to surpass Justin Jefferson or Adam Thielen, but should be a real red zone threat in
1: underrated offense. I mean, he could be a top five tight end in this year, maybe in the league. Yeah, yeah, I can see that if he, happening. If he catches
0: enough touchdowns, then yeah.
1: he, he definitely
0: will be in that mid to late tight end one range. Especially that's and right. at twenty four, that's
1: that's I mean that's an amazing sign. Yeah, a bunch of teams are going to be worried about Justin Jefferson and uh, potentially Thielen if he's healthy, and then KJ Osborne. Um, yeah, I really like. I think Osborne's
0: lot. great too. So yeah, he's, they, they he's do good. have some talent.
1: He he proved himself big time as that late pick, but I mean he stepped up when Thielen wasn't. Uh, healthy. But I, I don't know if this is true or not. I don't know if you heard about this, but apparently Kevin O'Connell never called his plays in, in L.A. Is that true?
0: Uh, I believe that McVeigh calls the plays it's kind of he like do, yeah. thing. Yeah, so, like, like uh, Mike McDaniel did, never called plays for the Niners. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, so, I, always I, I still think like that is a little scary. If you're going to call plays and yeah. you've never done it, Like mm-hmm. that, that is a little scary. I think O'Connell did it in previous
1: stops though, right? Yeah. At least yeah. at a couple. Well, and he, he's a Belichick guy too, so I, I say what you want about that, but I mean he learned from the best, as far mm-hmm. as a, you know, Tom Brady is the backup for those years, and then Bill Belichick. So O'Connell I, 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 O'Connell's definitely a very confident dude. I, I have all the faith in him. So I hear people say like, "Oh, he didn't call his plays in LA." I'm like, well, of course he didn't. So yeah. um as long so as he's done, I, it. as long as this isn't that. the first time he's doing it, then I'd yeah. be a little worried. Yeah, yeah, it's I don't think it is, but uh, yeah, I like Irv as a breakout candidate there um uh, as long as he stays healthy that's another thing i'd be i'm a little iffy on but um yeah he has all the potential to be maybe a top five tight end this year he's got the the length and athletic size to to easily do that especially if they're just gonna sling it all year if it's gonna be one of those like dalvin's hurt again we got madison and you know it's it's different from uh a Mike Zimmer offense in the past, but um, I mean, they're going to be fun. I don't know if they're going to be really good, but um, we'll see. At least fantasy wise, I'll be very happy if Irv and you're a Justin Jefferson owner and KJ, like that's, that's going to be fun. So we'll we'll see. It depends on how Kirk is too, but. Yeah. Irv is a guy,
0: if you know, you need a tight end, he seems like a really, especially in dynasty at 24, uh seems like a really good buy if you can, uh, if someone's willing to trade him. Uh, I think that wraps it up. We definitely gave more than 10 breakout candidates. Yeah. So lucky to the listeners. But let's wrap it up there uh, for our penultimate episode. Join us next week for the final podcast ever of the Lions football show. Um, Rip. R. I. P. R-I-P. Rip. Uh, you, can, you can follow me at casually ginger pd. anything you want to plug?
1: Um, I'm on Twitter as well. I'm at uh, LJ underscore uh, pd P-E-D-E-Y. Um, I do have one question before we go. I did have oh, one yeah. candidate. One more. I don't know if this counts or not, but what do you think about CEH? Yeah, no, I I considered him. Uh I think yeah. he's
0: one of those like deep breakout guys, but if he does, like that's a that's a perfect post type guy. Yeah. Where um if you if you buy everything about how his injury that dropped him down hundred and sixty pounds and everything right. really affected him, you know, which I mean yeah. at being As short as he is, how could it not, being that Mm -hmm. small? But that's another guy where it's kind of like Rondale. If they use him right, I'm in. Because they just didn't use him to his strengths. Like, how would they use him at LSU? Which is uh, puzzling for an Andy Reid team. But uh, I think CH is going to be a guy who is going to be featured more in the passing game. And that offense needs players
1: Mm -hmm. to step up. So, yeah, I I like the CH post-hype breakout. Yeah, that was that was some big news that kind of broke out too with the CH on Like, guy. guy just wasn't healthy. So, I mean, everyone did that that really put a lot of stock into him is like, what the hell? What's going on? Like, this guy is amazing. Like, why is he not doing anything? A, he wasn't getting used right, and B, just, he probably just wasn't healthy. So, we'll see. Um, yeah, not really. Yeah, to I, give I, wanted, up yet. I wanted to bring that up. I wasn't sure if that was on your list. So, uh, yeah, yeah you answered I, my I cons- question. I considered him for
0: sure. <laughs> cool.
1: All right, All great. Right. Uh,
0: Cool. Let's uh let's call it there then. Uh, thanks again for everyone for listening and Ryan for joining me. We will see you guys next week. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye everybody.